0: and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur.
1: This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thank you so much for you. Thank you for being here, for listening with us, for participating in hashtag Thriving Entrepreneur and making comments about the things you learn, the things you hear. Thank you for being here and for dedicating the time from your day today to really, truly uplevel your life, to be able to live as a thriving entrepreneur. It's such an advantage, it's such an opportunity. Um, but it's also something that sometimes we take so for granted that we don't spend the time doing it. And so I applaud you for taking the time today. For you, because today we want to talk about, uh, you know, essentially the concept of what's in you already. Um, So often we're so focused on our future, on what's going to be, on what has been, that we don't maximize what is. We don't take the giftings and the talents and the abilities that we have, and really, truly maximize them. We're so busy uh, being so aware of our faults. My good friend Ernie Villanueva, who's been on the show before, I encourage you to check out uh, Ernie's uh, episode if you haven't ever heard from Ernie before. Ernie has uh, lots of great sayings, but one of them that always sticks with me is people look for fault like there's money in it. You know, like, you're going to get gold if you find fault with yourself, with other people, with whatever. Um, And it's just not true. You know, the fact of the matter is, as I say at the conclusion of every show, you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose The world needs specifically you. I don't know if any of you have seen, as I'm recording this, you know, you may be listening to it live, you may be listening to it two or three years from now, but as I'm in the process of recording this, um, you know, it's just after the release date of the new movie Wrinkle in Time with Oprah Winfrey, and uh, there's a whole bunch of really great one liners in there. And one that really, really sticks with me is, um, you know, the little girl is struggling with feeling like she's worth anything, like she has any value. Um, And Oprah, her character, says, um, you know, you have to understand that you won the lottery, that of all of the billions of things uh, that exist in all of the universes, All of those together, everything that had to come together in order for you to even exist. You are so special, so unique. Um, You know, T.D. Jakes, I love this quote. I use it all the time here on the show. You know, T.D. Jakes talks about the fact that you were so important that God didn't care what two people it took to make a specific you and you need to understand that in depth Um, you know at a specific microsecond okay so for those of you who um, aren't aware with for what a microsecond is a second is a a microsecond is to a second like a second is to 10,000 years okay we're talking about a blip all right we're talking about something that is so uh, minuscule um, but in a microsecond in time um, two people um, had the relationship physically to be able to have these specific combinations of their DNA come together in the one and only way that could ever past, present, future even you know, microseconds after that that could ever happen for you to come into existence that's how unique you are that's how enormous of a lottery winner you were from the beginning and how important you are to this planet and it's important that we recognize that and then begin to acknowledge it because it's so easy to look in the mirror all of us have that thing or things that we see in the mirror and we're like oh man Look at how crooked my smile is, or um, you know, my nose is too big, or you know, I have so much weight I need to lose, or the different things that we automatically, naturally um, have programmed ourselves to see about ourselves, rather than um, you know, looking in the mirror and immediately recognizing all of our all of our attributes as well as all of our talents imagine if when you looked in the mirror you immediately looked and you're like oh wow you have amazing eyes or hey wow your hair really looks good today um you know or you looked in the mirror and you're like you know i am an amazing singer i am a great mom um And it's important, and I used the phrase I am there at the end because your mind cannot distinguish between what it vividly imagines and what's real. And your mind immediately accepts anything that follows I am. So if you say I am amazing, your mind believes it. The problem is, um, and again, you know, talking about guests that have been on the show... um, you know, we did a whole episode um, and, you know, the whole concept what was about affirmations. Um, and we were talking about the fact that um, your brain wants to answer questions. It wants to latch a hold of what you're saying. And so when we say, I am amazing, uh, our brain takes that if we say I am and then we insert something negative you notice that I didn't do it because I don't want my brain to attach to that Um, our brain immediately accepts that too the other thing that happens is and this is where affirmations comes in is that uh, not affirmations but affirmations by the way Um, you know the, the thing that our brain does is it answers the question and so when we ask ourselves a disempowering question You know, and and so think about it. You know, if you say, why am I so tired today? Well, your brain's going to start coming up with reasons. A lot of times people who are struggling emotionally, part of what causes that, and I don't want to diminish any uh, psychological issues, any kind of traumas in your life or what have you, but part of what keeps that going is, is that it's very common for us as people to say, why am I feeling this way? Well, then your brain immediately goes into trying to answer that question. Our brain is a problem solver. And so when it's asked the question, why am I so tired? It's gonna come up with reasons. And so think of all the other destructive things that you've said about yourself in a question format. And it could be why statements, it could be what statements, Now think for a second how impactful it could be in your life if instead of asking yourself questions that are going to lead you down a bad path, you know, why am I so fat? Well, you know, and then your brain's working on it, you know, in fact, I just said that out loud, so now my brain's like, well, you know, I don't know, maybe we should look into that and, you know, see if we can't make ourselves even fatter, um... As opposed to having ourselves start saying, why am I so healthy? What are the things that I'm doing in life that are really working and causing me greater levels of success? Now, what would that do in your day-to-day life if your brain began to get programmed? So we're using those two steps. We're talking about I am statements, and we're going to say positive things about ourselves. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am trustworthy. I am a great parent, you know, those kind of things. And then we're going to also begin to both... Out loud as well as inside of our mind, and that inside of your mind is the place where a lot of us struggle, we're going to stop asking ourselves questions that lead our minds down negative paths and begin to ask ourselves questions, what if everything was possible today? What if, as a child of God, I am unique, loved, brilliant, and something that this world needs? So I challenge you, what if you were to accept that you are uniquely brilliant, that you were created for a purpose, and that the world does need you? What would you do? What would you do in life? Forget about the concept of what would you do in life if you didn't if you knew you couldn't fail. Let's just go to something easier. What would you do in life if you began to believe in you? All too often, the person that is our biggest detractor, the person that's creating the most havoc in our life, the person that um, has really got it out for us, (laughs) is that person staring you back in the mirror. It's yourself. It's ourselves. We're so busy beating ourselves up, being mean to ourselves, Emphasizing the negative and ignoring all of the positive, that we literally do not end up allowing grace, possibility, abundance, and even wealth into our lives because we have a pre recorded tape that we can constantly push play on that drives the fo- the focus and the direction of our lives. You know, um, I often say on the show, if I didn't have the personal beliefs that I have and all of that, I would still highly recommend the Bible to you because um, of the ability for it to really share with you some deep wisdom. And a, a phrase that I'm sure you've heard quoted before is... As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Um, And there's two parts of that verse. Uh, Part of it has to do with the fact that, um, you know, the things that we allow, those tapes that we're playing in our mind, defines the person that we become. Um, There's another side to that, though, too. I was reading that whole chapter, actually, just a little while ago. And it also has to do with the fact that the thoughts that we are having are a reflection of who we are and who we're striving to be. And so, therefore, if we truly are striving to be a thriving entrepreneur, striving to be an overcomer, striving to soar at great heights, to love ourselves, to know good and to do good in this world, well, then we begin to think in different ways. And conversely, if we begin to think in different ways, we begin to become a different person. It's an interesting how those two kind of come together, isn't it? And I really want you to, as we're going through this episode today, to really think to yourself, what are some things that are good about you Make a list. I encourage you. Grab a piece of paper um, and spend some time while you're listening to the episode jotting down notes of things that are awesome about you. And if you're struggling with it, go to somebody that really, really loves you. You know, it might be your mom. It might be your spouse. Maybe your kids, depending on how old they are. Um, you know, don't ask your surly teenager while they're, you know, right after they've slammed the the bedroom door. But, you know, um, ask them what's good about you. If you can't come up with anything else, make that list. Begin to start posting around your house things about you that are good. We all have the ability and unfortunately, I think a lot of us have become experts in talking trash about ourselves. And now is the time for us to become an expert in encouraging ourselves, in seeing the miracle and the blessing that is us so that each and every one of us begins to bring to this planet that unique brilliance that only we can do. Sure, other people do things similar to you, but nobody can ever be you. And as you begin to start thinking, saying, and doing positive and affirming, as well as affirmationing things to yourself, you will not only make your life better, but you will make the world a better place. And at the end of the day, that is really what we all want as we're on this journey to becoming a thriving entrepreneur. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author, and now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com. Check us out and find out how you can be a best-selling author today.
0: Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur.
1: This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur. Today, we want to help you discover all that's already in you. All the things, that, the gifts that, the talents that, the amazing things that you have already inside of you. You have them. They're there. Some of them are things that you have no idea are there. You've never tried it. And you would be amazed to find out that that gives them you. But most of them, they're things that you know. Everybody around you knows. If you were to ask your spouse or your best friend... They could tell you, oh, yeah, you do that with grace and ease. You do it all the time. Um, you know, my oldest daughter, she is what we used to call an old people magnet. You know, we could have all of us going through the store. You know, you have to keep in mind, you know, there's five kids, Kathy and I were going through a grocery store. And a little old lady would walk up to Amber. Some of you may know Amber. She's you know, Kathy's personal assistant, very involved in the company, um, you know, and, and a little lady would walk up to the whole group of us and specifically ask Amber, honey, could you help me with such and such? It wasn't a gifting she wanted. It wasn't like she, you know, went to school to study, to become an old person magnet. She just has that as a gifting deep within inside of her. And because... Of that talent, she has the ability to reach something about you know. It just sends out to people, and they know. Um, and there's those things inside of you. Um, now, here's the difficult part about some of our some of our giftings and talents. Some of them we don't want. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying by that? You know, we do it wonderfully. We do it with grace and ease. Anybody that knows us and loves us could tell us, you know, you're amazingly talented at that. But the truth of the matter is, is when we envision this fun, ultimate, dreamy life that we have, that's not one of those things we put on it. Um, and yet when we show up in the world and we do it, We do it with such grace and such excellence. Um, You know, many of you know my wife, Kathy. She's amazing. Um, And if you've ever seen any of her Facebook posts, she just kills it. Um, A couple years ago, one of the people at an event we were at said that they were going to nickname her the Velvet Hammer because she has a perfect way of delivering the things you need to hear but in such a way that it feels good, (laughs) you know, and it's a talent. Um, it's not something that she grew up wanting to do. She's very much an introvert and, um, you know, in a perfect world would just spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Well, maybe a little bit of sleep in there, but sometimes not, um, you know, just researching and digging deep into facts and stuff like that. It just, she can stay up all night if you get her off on a research tangent. Um, you know, but the speaking is something that she just does so well, even though I've been literally speaking in front of people my whole life, you know, third generation minister, um, you know, stick your kids up in front of the church audience, you know, from birth, basically. <laughs> um, you know, it's something that I watch in awe seeing her do because it just comes out of her. And, and a lot of our giftings are like that. Um, and you What I want to encourage you is to not only as we're talking now um, to think about some of the giftings that you have inside of you, but also be open to the need that the world has, that your specific talent that you've been kind of shying away from, um, that it can fill. Because, and I remember the first time I heard this phrase... Um I was at a I was at a meeting and Lisa Nichols was talking. It was a small group. Um it was an E women uh, platinum event in fact I remember. And I remember Lisa saying, you have to understand your gift is not about you. And it was like you know like an arrow shot across the room, like a gunshot through my soul or whatever you want to say. Um and I realized, you know there's a lot of things that uh, we hold back from doing because we're thinking about how it makes us feel. We're thinking about what we want. And I encourage you, I'm not asking you to live a horrible life or you know hate every day of your life because of a gifting you have. I don't think it really ends up being that way. But I am encouraging you to be open, to see that that gift that you might have inside of you may be something that the world needs so desperately and that without you filling that place, it just won't ever have. I mean, imagine if timid, um, you know, somewhat awkward based on what she said, young, little Oprah Winfrey, you know, the young girl that she was, before she wanted to go into journalism and all those things that she struggled with, the self-esteem issues that she's told us all about and all those kind of things. Imagine if rather than having the courage to continue on to to start the Oprah show when other networks had told her she had she was not the right person, uh, you know, in any form to be on television. Imagine if she had internalized that as opposed to going for it. And that's what I want you to think of while we talk to this best-selling author is how can you go for it? When you look at your life, do you feel like you're spreading your wings and flying? Or do you feel like you're crawling in the dirt? Or maybe you're in a cocoon phase. You know, there's a lot of things that have been written and said about caterpillars and butterflies. But I want to bring to you a really exciting best-selling book. Um, that really brings up a really great point, and that's that the caterpillar is the butterfly. And we're going to join together with best-selling author Andrea T. Martin as we talk about how she discovered her wings. Hi, Andrea. How are you today?
2: Hey, Steve. I'm great. How are you? I'm
1: doing good. Thanks for being on the show with me today. Um, Sure. So let's talk just a little bit about... Um, who you are, you know I mean, what happened in your life that made you come up with the uh, understanding of the caterpillar and the butterfly and discovering your own wings?
2: sure uh, that's that's a great question. So it started as early as the age of six, where at certain times during my life, especially during the difficult times of my life, I would always see a butterfly, and I just became attracted to them, became drawn to them, and then as I started going through the difficult situations in my life, I would withdraw myself from the world, if you will, and kind of go into like a cocoon um, if I even got that far. There were days where I felt like I was a caterpillar crawling and that I was never getting anywhere, and just not moving forward until, you know, one day I discovered that I really needed to utilize my problems, my mistakes, and my failures to propel me forward in life, and that's how I learned that if I could use all of that to discover my wings, then I'd be able to really move forward and follow my dreams.
1: So now... um for people that aren't looking at the book cover like I am, <laughs> um, WINGS in this case is an acronym, W-I-N-G-S, um, as well as a Great Play on Words. Um, so explain to people, what does it mean to
2: have WINGS? Absolutely. So um, just very quickly, the W stands for what happened. So as you begin to move forward as a beautiful butterfly, I'm a firm believer that you must acknowledge what happened in your past. Many of us are trapped in our past. We don't feel like we're good enough or worthy enough. So I talk about a part of the what I like to call their metamorphosis process. Um, so, that again, the W is for what happened. The I stands for identifying obstacles and negative thinking because many of us have things like fear and procrastination or we have negative thoughts that we're constantly thinking of ourselves because of our past or because of something we've done that we're not proud of. And then the N stands for notice you, which is actually my favorite part of the process, because that takes you through a process of discovering who you authentically are at your core. Um, In most cases, what you're really good at, um, things you like to do, is directly linked to your purpose and to your destiny. And then the G stands for grow through the process or grow through the pain, because, again, I like to be able to walk my clients through Um, uh, learning their valuable lessons from the most painful places in their life. I'm a firm believer that your past pain is a prerequisite sometimes for your purpose, and so I walk them through that process. And then the last step is the S, uh, which is for soaring into your destiny. So identifying what your dream is, putting some action steps in place so that you can begin to soar into your destiny, and that's a high level of what the WINGS process is
1: to explaining that to us. So let's talk about the fact that the caterpillar is the butterfly. Um, explain to me what what does that mean to you?
2: Yeah so what I came to know is that even as I went through those painful places of my life, going through feeling rejected and having low self-worth and low self-confidence, trying to buy people's love, just going through great lengths to please everybody, I felt like I would never be able to pursue my dreams. But it wasn't until later on in life that I realized, even though I felt like I was a caterpillar crawling through the dirt of my past, that at that moment, even in my worst state, I still had everything needed within me to pursue my dreams, my goals, and my destiny. I just need to discover it and go through the process because the caterpillar has everything that it needs to become a butterfly. I had everything I needed to pursue my dreams. Um, With the caterpillar, the caterpillar goes through the metamorphosis process and eventually makes its way into what's actually called the chrysalis. Some of us call it the cocoon. And, you know, it's there that it stays there, and then it struggles to come out of the, the chrysalis so that it can become the beautiful butterfly. And it's actually the struggles that gives the butterfly its strength and its wings so that it can soar. And that's what I equate the struggles that we go through in life. And that's a lot of what I talk about in my book. I share my story um, in terms of how I was that caterpillar, but to never give up because everything that I need to pursue my dreams is already inside of me.
1: I love the concept of that because all too often I think, um, you know, we're waiting for, something to happen, you know, we're going to get
2: through
1: this and then, as opposed to really embracing now.
2: Yes, absolutely. It's so important, you know, we've, a lot of us are really, um, you know, we've become people that are always looking forward to the future, We're always looking forward to a certain destination. And with the metamorphosis process or the wings process, I'm a firm believer that you really need to enjoy the journey as you go along and embrace it rather than just always focusing um, on on the, the final destination. And also to celebrate along the way, and you don't have to have a reason to celebrate. I celebrate, you know, just because I opened my eyes and I saw another day. Um, So, you know, enjoy the journey. That's my belief.
1: Yeah, especially when you come to the realization that, you know, life isn't a destination. You know, there's no prize for getting to the end quicker. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's right. you said, your favorite part and of course you go into detail with all of them and the person needs to get the book in order to go through all of those with you but let's talk a little bit um, share some insights into the in section of the Wings
2: yeah so i'm i'm i've always been the type of person even uh, when I was younger to push everybody forward and to shrink back and to celebrate everybody and to you know and I helped people um at that time pursue their dreams when i wasn't even pursuing my own dreams i I was trying to seek love, and, you know, um, there's a, a, um, a saying from one of my favorite books that says, love thy neighbor as thyself, but I really couldn't grasp that because I didn't love myself, and I, you know, had different concepts, which you'll read about in the book, of what I thought love really was, and so once I started going through my WINGS process and getting to know who I truly was and understanding what my values and my beliefs were, Um, And and then, again, just learning to celebrate and encourage myself, it felt so good. And I made myself a promise that I would continue to do things um, to no longer shrink back, to be that beautiful butterfly that I was designed to be, but also that I would help other women and individuals come through their wings process and that we would spend a lot of time on the in-notice-you part of the process because, again, it's going to just change their lives drastically.
1: So, a lot of us are, you know, experts at not noticing ourselves, Um, and I think that's maybe even more true for women, especially moms. I don't know what it is about being a mom, but... It's like, you know, the forgetting to, that you even exist as a person job in life. You know what
2: I mean? <laughs> um, uh,
1: so what is a simple way that a person can begin to notice themselves right now?
2: Yes, yeah, so I, I'm a firm believer. Um, I really believe in journaling. And I think that you should get into the habit of writing down two to three things um, that you enjoy doing, that you love to do, and just go do them, you know, take time, you know, I've heard things like mom's hiding in the closet to enjoy that favorite dessert or that favorite cookie or, or, you know, just taking time to watch your favorite TV show, taking time to laugh, you know, just start doing things that you enjoy doing and just make it a point, make it a habit. To do them as often as you can, and you really will start to realize a change um, in your mindset and in your mental attitude.
1: Wow! I, um, as you were saying that, I was thinking about, um, and, and I know that a lot of people aren't into it anymore. But if you remember the book Twilight, um, that you know they made the movie out of, it was really uh-huh. fun to watch the movement among women who had totally lost themselves.
2: Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're
1: familiar with with that book at all, even. But um, it's the same kind of concept is to find that thing that makes you feel alive inside Um, Right. And doing it for yourself. You know, there's a lot of ladies I heard, um, you know, because I was doing, you know, we had a business that, you know, dealt with that. Um, You know, and a lot of them that, you know, they talked about the guilt. So could you talk to us a little bit about that? You know, because I think there's that inherent guilt that comes in when you start doing something nice to yourself.
2: Right. Yeah. First, you know, you have to give yourself permission to take time for you and, and, and understand that you're worth it, that you deserve it, that it's for your, your not just your mental well-being, but it's also required for your physical well-being, um, your health. And so it's so important um, to start to put yourself first and to know that it really is okay and it doesn't make you any less of a person. It doesn't make you a bad person but it all it, it always starts with just letting yourself know, you know, it's okay. I'm going to do this for myself and I deserve this. And I don't deserve it because I've I've done anything great. And maybe you have done something great, but you deserve this just because it's for you. And and that should be enough for you to rest in that and understand that it's time for you to now take yourself off of that back burner And finish your wings process so that you can go out and start living life as you were meant to live it. And, yeah, you can still, you know, have that special time with your family and your children. You can still do all of that, but just to begin to take time for yourself and not feel guilty about it. I give you permission to celebrate you and to begin to enjoy life as you would enjoy it, and not not through the eyes of someone else.
1: That's true. So for people who have lost themselves completely, um, Mm. let's put the dots real close together. What is something that a person could do today for themselves?
2: Right. So something that they could do um, for themselves if, if they have lost who they are, Um, Again, I I go back to the journaling. So I always recommend some uh, quiet time, getting in a quiet place. Um, Some may play music. Some may just have complete silence. Um, I burn a candle um, with some music. And just begin to first, you know, be aware of your thoughts and what you're thinking um, to ensure, you know, are you negatively thinking? And, And when I say thinking, When you think about yourself, what comes to mind? Are they negative thoughts? And if they are negative thoughts, there's a process that I share in the book that tells you how to deal with those negative thoughts. But the first step is to become aware of what you think about yourself and then to become aware of what your values and what your beliefs are. Are you aligned with what those are or are you conflicted? But, again, it always starts with you and in, 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 um, just getting aware of what you're thinking of yourself and because you want to start to change those thoughts if they're negative um, and, and change them into a positive. And, and again, I walk you through that process in the book, but that, that's a great starting point, just having some alone time. And if you can do that, every day just to have some alone time and to journal what your thoughts are, that, that's a great starting point.
1: Hmm. I'd love to see a lot of people be able to really take hold of that today. The book is called The Caterpillar is the Butterfly, How I Discovered My Wings by Andrea T. Martin. It's available on Amazon. It's a bestseller, and you want to get it today. Andrea, thanks so much for spending some time with us here on the show.
2: All right. Thanks a lot, Steve. Have a great day. You already
1: are a butterfly. You may feel like a caterpillar, but you are a butterfly. There is metamorphosis that need to change at some point in your life, but you are you. And the situations, the things that you've gone through, the life that you're currently living, contained within that is a beautiful butterfly. And I love the word um, that was used in there, because I actually, in the intro, I used the word cocoon, um, and, um, you know, Andrea made sure to point out that technically it's called a chrysalis, and I love the definition, I looked it up. I was like, chrysalis. Ooh, I like that word. What does it mean? Um, you know, and of course, one of the definitions is the, the pupa of a butterfly, you know, the thing for a butterfly. But listen to the second definition. A protecting, covering, a shelter stage or state of growth or being. So think about this, all of you, you know, because I'm always talking to you about sharing your message, writing your story. And this is coming straight from the Merriam Webster Online Dictionary. Here's how they use it. Um, It's a quote from William Bois, and it says, a budding writer could not emerge from his chrysalis too soon. You see, a lot of us are living in a protected covering, sheltered in a stage of growth, holding ourselves back from emerging from the chrysalis. And I would encourage you because, you know, and we talk about it all the time, if you're listening, where 80% of the people in the world say they want to write a book. If you have two ears and you're listening to the show, you probably do. Just like this uh, person says, you could not emerge from your chrysalis too soon that hardened outer protective layer that keeps the pupa stage of a butterfly safe while they're going through a metamorphosis, now's your time to allow the metamorphosis to happen to you, to come out and be all that you were meant to be. It's inside of you. You were born with the gifts and talents You have the ability. And you see, a lot of times stuff happens in our life. I get it. I've had things happen in my life, you know, um, between being a single parent of five kids for four years, um, which obviously, for those of you who can't figure that out, means that I had gone through a divorce, um, you know, and uh, watching my parents after 44 years go through a divorce, there are... Things that are just shocking to your system. Um, And yet, there are so many blessings that can come on the other side of that. You know, if I hadn't gone through the first divorce, I, I would have never had the opportunity to meet Kathy. And I wouldn't have her in my life now. So, I mean... You know, do I want to repeat the rest of it because of that? No, but am I grateful for where things have ended up? Absolutely. And I think sometimes the caterpillar, when it's become a butterfly, looks back down at the ground and they would say to themselves, you know, if I had known this was what was on the other side, of that weird protection that I created around myself when I thought it was probably the end of my life. If I had known that within me I had wings, I had the ability to fly, I would have done it a lot sooner. I think any any butterfly that you meet, you know, if you've spoke butterfly, um, you know, would say to you, of course, if I had the choice, I would choose to fly sooner. Now I want to balance that off with the fact that Everything happens in right timing. And I'm not asking you to, to rush things, to become impatient. Sometimes I know like when I was, you know, 19, 20 years old, I knew I had, um, you know, a calling and giftings in my life. And, and I wanted to do all of it right now, you know. But I was also a young parent. And I had little tiny babies at home. And I remember one time... Um, the lady that I worked with, I worked at a radio station at that time. Um, It was actually a gospel radio station called WFLT in Flint, Michigan. Um, And the lady that I worked with, her name is Alice D. Amazing, amazing uh, radio personality. Still working there. I mean, at least she was about six months ago when I talked to her. Um, And she said to me, she said, I understand, you know, the heartbeat of what you want to do, but maybe... Maybe the best thing you could do right now would be to be a great father for those kids. And I hope, you know, I mean, I'm a human being. I'm sure that each one of my kids, if we brought them on the show, could point out mistakes I've made and humanity that I have. But I hope that I gave it my all and was a great father. And I'm grad, grateful now for the stage of life that I'm in. But I encourage you, don't hold yourself back off in a sheltered state when inside of you there are wings and when you're meant to live and to fly and to be a thriving entrepreneur you've heard kathy and i talk about it You've seen the workshops, you have watched as others of your friends have become a best selling author, and now it's your turn. Let me ask you this, what would being a best selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. youthrive.com check us out and find out how you can be a best selling author today
0: welcome back to thriving entrepreneur
1: this is Steve welcome back We're here on the final segment of Thriving Entrepreneur talking to you about the amazingness that's inside of you. I hope that you've taken notes. I hope you um, took the encouragement that I gave you early on in the show and that you've taken a piece of paper and you've made some notes of some things that are awesome and amazing about you. I hope that... Um, You were able to come up with some things yourself. I mean, yeah, it's great if you needed to go to a spouse or, you know, one of your children or you needed to call your mom on the phone, um, whomever, your best friend. uh, uh, That's okay. No judgment. But I hope that somewhere in that process, as you began to become open to the fact that you're amazing that somewhere throughout that process you began to come up with some things about yourself that you know, like, and trust, that you love about you. You know, we talk a lot when we're talking about the formation of a book about starting off with that know, like, and trust factor. Um, You know, Lisa Nichols talks about the dip and about, you know, talking to people about this is how my life is now, but it hasn't always been that way here's what I went through and this is what I've learned kind of a deal. Um, You know, and we do that because we want to connect with people. You know, it's in our humanity. Kathy did a Facebook live not that long ago about, um, you know, people love our imperfections. Brene Brown has a beautiful book that's called the gifts of imperfection. Um, You know, and, It's in those real humannesses that we connect to each other. And what's created out of that is know, like, and trust. People get to know us from getting to know the real us. Not some standoffish perfect person, but just the real us. You know, hey, I've had ups, I've had downs. That's, you know, I'm human like you. I've been where you are. And here's what I learned. And maybe it'll help you a little bit too. They get to know us and they get to trust us because we're vulnerable enough to say hey I'm not perfect I make mistakes. Um, I've often said um, you know to the members of our staff here I don't really want to aim as a company for perfection because a I don't think that's real and because B um, I think it puts undue expectation on both ourselves and our customers. But what I do want to aim for is our customers always knowing that we care, that when we make a mistake, if there's anything we can possibly do to remedy that, we want to, Um, you know, and so in those kind of things, like I said, we're building the know, the like and the trust in us. We want people to get to know us. We want them to like us, you know, because let's face it, you like doing business with people you like, you know, Um, how many of you can think of a store that you've been to where the person was grumpy enough for whatever reason, and they may have had a legitimate reason. I mean, they may have gotten divorced that morning, you know, you don't know what's going on in their life, but that doesn't. As Tammy Denise said last week, no matter what you're going through, it doesn't give you the right to be ugly, and they took out their ugly on you, and it's possible that because of that, you don't go to that store at all anymore because of that one experience. Um, because we like to spend our money to do things, to spend our time with people that we like, and so we want to create that no like, and trust factor. But here's one of the things I'd like for you to do today. I want you to create the know, like, and trust factor with yourself. It's time for you... <laughs> that was a funny noise. That was my ring hitting the, the desk as I'm talking to you. Sorry about that. Um, you know, the know, like, and trust factor. Really get to know yourself. Um, yes, you have flaws. But get to know yourself the way that you would get to know your best friend. You know, your best friend knows those times that you've totally blown it. You know, for some people, they um, you know, have done certain things in their past that they're not proud of. Um, and uh, maybe as a young adult, they um, overindulged or whatever. They did something stupid and crazy as a young adult, like all of us do when we're young adults. Um, you know, and their best friend was right there and they saw them go through all of it. And yet, you know, a really good friend is the kind of person who's been through all of that stuff with you. And yet they don't, you know, they're not bringing it up to you constantly. Do you remember that time when we were 19 and, you know, you did that completely stupid thing? <laughs> you know, they love you in spite of. And I want you to really get to know yourself that way. Where you see your faults, but you give yourself love and grace. Grace for the things you see you apply grace liberally to others in your life that you love you're willing to let them have faults and move on because you love them you apply grace to them I encourage you to do that to yourself today so that you really truly know yourself and begin to really truly like yourself I would go so far as even to say love yourself to have an internalized dialogue with yourself that starts out by saying, hey, you know what, me? You're a pretty nice person, and I like having you in my life. I want you to have that dialogue with yourself today, to be able to say to yourself, hey, person in the mirror, I like having you in my life. You're an awesome person. I am amazing. Use an I am statement. Ask yourself an empowering question. Why am I such a wonderful person? Ask your brain that question. Make it spend all day today trying to solve that equation. Why am I such an amazing person? I'm not asking you to become some conceited, difficult-to-be-around, hard-to-live-with kind of a person. I'm just simply encouraging you to love you. And from that love, to trust yourself. You see, real trust doesn't really start until after there's a reason to decide to trust some of us have you know difficult times we've been hurt and we struggled or still do struggle with trust people have hurt us and so we're on guard waiting for that to happen again and so when we meet a new person trust may be hard to be given and often when we think about trust, we think about giving our trust to somebody who's never harmed us. And that's one level of trust, but that's an easy level of trust. It's easy to trust somebody who is consistently there for you and always shows up on time. You know, always is counted, able to be counted on and trustworthy. But I guarantee you, because we're all human beings... Because we've made mistakes. The people in our life, at some point, they're going to. Not by intentionality. And I'm not talking about evil things. I'm just talking about we make mistakes. We're human beings. And I encourage you that that's when trust really begins. And that's the level of trust I want to see you instill in yourself today. I'm aware of my faults. I know the things that I've done wrong. I know that there's been times that I've completely missed the mark. But I instill in myself trust because I am trustworthy. I did whatever it is that you're holding over your head, holding back your own trust from yourself because of whatever. And that you can forgive yourself. I mean, forgiveness to begin with, when you forgive somebody else, is all for you. Because it's not going to impact them. They're going to be whoever they're going to be. You forgive them because it releases you. But most of the time we don't talk about forgiving ourselves. It's kind of like this um, hidden secret that it's okay to be mean and abusive to yourself. Because after all, if you knew me as well as I know me, you'd treat, you, you'd treat me bad too. Well, today is your day to forgive yourself. To love yourself. To know, to like, and to trust yourself. And then begin to share who you are with the world. We have our group, Best Sellers Guild. You can go on Facebook and look up Bestsellers Guild. Or you can just go to bestsellersguild.com and ask to join. It's a free group. It's a meeting of a whole bunch of people that are um, everywhere along the lines in their their author experience. They want to write a book. They're in the process of writing a book. They've written a book. They are now a bestseller. They've written multiple books. They're a multiple bestseller. They're international bestsellers. It's a great family, a community of people that all come together and encourage and support each other on the journey of becoming a best-selling author, of living as a thriving entrepreneur. And we'd love to have you there in Bestsellers Guild with us. Again, just go to bestsellersguild.com. Start the process of sharing your story because you're the only one who can. Oprah was amazing, as she still is. I mean, like I said, I just saw Wrinkle in Time, and I loved it, and I loved having Oprah in it. But Oprah's got Oprah. She, she can do Oprah. That's who she is. I encourage you to do you, to be the best version of yourself you have ever seen, because the world needs you. There's no one else like you. Nobody else can be you or fill your space in the world because you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose and the world needs you. Kathy and I are here to encourage you, to inspire you, to do anything that we can to help you really put that message out of the world because as i said a few minutes ago our gifts aren't for us they're for the people we're meant to serve and we want to help you change your little corner of the world with where you are right now and the story that you have to tell i look forward to sharing your journey with you and to seeing you in bestseller's guild feel free to come join us at bestsellersguild.com and know that Kathy and I are here to help you live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. Until next time, have a great week.
0: Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time.
1: You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com. Check us out and find out how you can be a best-selling author today.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?